2: the fan afternoon show it is an historic day in the sports world you like, you like did that sort of like a newsman delivery there An historic day and today in the world of sports bobby bonilla makes more than a million dollars to sit on his couch that's the dream job we should have we should
1: have done that yesterday in draft mockery i wish i could have done that man he's living the dream he really is here still like what is he gonna do with that money that's now now it's all i'm thinking about 'Cause it's not like it's his first million, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Scott
2: Grodsky, sports anchor for CBS fifty eight. He'll do some draft mockery, but we got some other stuff to talk about uh, with him first. Follow him on Twitter at Scott Grodsky. Dude, what's up?
0: Not too much. It's a creative Twitter handle, isn't
2: it? I'd love it. It's uh it's you you know my story, right? Kevin Holden is this random dude in Australia that last tweeted in two thousand nine. And I've like Yeah, but he got there first. He did. I've sent you know, petitions to Twitter, you know, tried to do all kinds of stuff and they just they just let him stay up there with his two tweets that he ever had. You know,
0: it took the two of us like a combined 15 years to get those stupid blue check marks. So, you know, maybe in like 15 20 years you can get Kevin Holden in Australia to go away.
2: What I love about it is I got mine and then and then you got yours like I don't know 8 days later or whatever and and uh now every like is like or every tweet is like 4000 likes for you. It's awesome. They love depends you. It
0: depends on how much it's the bucks.
2: <laughs> right, right. It's all about the bucks. Well, and and man, I can't imagine like this this day here which is the start of free agency. And on the surface, you don't think of that as a day where the Bucs could go and make some huge difference. But then you realize with Bobby Portis coming back, being a fan favorite and getting signed for four years and finally getting paid after that sacrifice, like this was, this felt like a holiday yesterday. Like the Bucks fans love this, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, it it's, there's Bobby Portis stay in Little Rock. There might as well be Bobby Portis stay in Milwaukee, too. I mean, I, I think that what the Bucs did yesterday was great. It was. This is not a team that needs to make a huge splash by going somewhere outside. It's a team that is very well set up, and if Chris Middleton isn't hurt, it's a team that I think probably loses in the finals to the Warriors this year. It's not like they're far away, so they've they managed to keep everything. I thought it was a little interesting that you know, a, a team that is already not exactly the youngest in the league, the only outside move they did was to bring in an older guy who's coming off a, a torn ACL. But at the same time, a lot of those mid-level-y type guys like Mo Bamba went for bigger deals right away than the Bucks could have paid. So I understand the Joe Ingles move as well. And I think I think that the Bucks are as good or better than they were last year. And by that, I mean than they were last year if Middleton was healthy.
2: Because if he's healthy, first of all, that, that Celtics series, it may not even go to seven. But, uh, but then Miami, I feel like, would have been just a bump on the way.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think Middleton's healthy, and you're probably looking at a probably similar to what the Celtics did. I think you're probably losing to the, the Warriors in six. I, I think the Warriors were a, a very good behemoth of a team, and good for them. They're they're keeping Kevin Looney too. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that was. I think the Bucks were the second best team in the NBA last year, if healthy. So, but you know what? If, if healthy, then the Nets aren't blowing up right now. So we'll never know.
2: <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. Like, we, I walk in yesterday and, you know, Sam's in here and he's, he's got the Bobby Portis eyes. I'm like, what's up? He's like, yeah, Durant is asking for a trade. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh, man, here we go. Like, the entire – it's amazing that, how that – sort of move reverberates around the league because it's not just a trade from one team to another it's other star players and where they'll go and how a division is stacked up and how a conference is stacked up like this is this is the gift that we'll give to them talking about the fan for the next month
0: yeah i mean it's entirely league shakingly different because it's not just durant and where he goes it's also a matter of who goes to the nets where does Kyrie go is Ben Simmons on the move now because they can only have one guy on a rookie extension if they they trade uh, Durant. So there, there's so much that can come from that. I think short term for Bucks fans, it's, it's a good thing to get Kevin Durant out of the conference if he goes out of the conference. Uh, but it entirely depends on where he lands. I do think it's very funny just given Kevin Durant's reputation uh, as moving the past few years. It is very funny to me that it comes out as oh, there are two teams he wants to go to, huh? The number one seed in the East and the number one seed in the West. <laughs> Interesting two teams. You, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it, that changed everything, and I, I think Utah now is pretty clearly blowing everything up uh, with the Gobert trade to Minnesota, which will be fascinating to see how Minnesota can play Gobert and Cat together. Uh, but it, it's. I don't know. The, the NBA and the NFL both do a very good job of keeping their sports relevant pretty much year-round, and making free agency into a, a appointment and into must-see TV for at least those that day, 24 hours. Uh, there was that at five o'clock. There were the, what 17 scheduled p- tweets from uh, Shams that, it, that you needed to see every one of them.
1: Sam did too. He saw them all at once. Scott, we started at the five o'clock hour, obviously and that's when free agency, you know, opened up, but to start that hour, I literally had ten notifications. It's like Shams had all those in his drafts and just you know tweeted them out as soon as five o'clock. He, he hit. Totally it was insane. Did. Oh yeah, for he sure. Totally
0: had them all in his. Drafts, <laughs> it, Ke- is, it's amazing that he had them all in his drafts because the, they're not allowed to have those deals done until five. So they definitely weren't finished yet.
1: Yeah, Kevin can testify. It was I was just going back and forth between the phones and Twitter. It was we were t- we were exhausted by the end of the day yesterday just from all the breaking news. We had yeah. not only did we have breaking news on breaking news, we had breaking Bucks news while we were trying to talk about breaking bucks news like i'm not lying about this dude he he said sam said
2: all right here's breaking news and then he stops and he goes oh and i said say did you just get breaking news while announcing breaking news we were
1: going to talk about wesley matthews returning and then while i'm going to talk about wes matthews i see on my twitter feed that javon carter also (laughs) is coming back too at the same time it's like what is going on
0: yeah, um, that was from from our front while uh, while Kevin's on his little uh, sabbatical from uh, the TV station. Darius was was getting ready to do his five o'clock hit, so I was writing a web article about all the things that were happening. <laughs> I sent out the web article for Portis. Uh, they responded to me on you know, thank you. I'm like, yeah, okay, scrap that. I'm going to add like seven more paragraphs to it because by then <laughs> Carter had happened, Matthews had happened, and Ingles had happened.
2: So so there that by itself is. You know, just it's a it's a holiday. It's fantastic, and then on top of it, squeezed into it is as another gigantic package with a lot of stuff to unwrap. Which was two teams in California joining a conference based traditionally in the Midwest and now in the East, and you've got a college conference that's going to be coast to coast now. You're going to have nine o'clock tips or nine o'clock uh, kickoffs for some of these games, California time that are happening in the Midwest. You're going to have guys from California playing games in the snow. It's weird, right?
0: Yeah. I, I, I saw something uh, not to just bring you all the, the best from Twitter. That isn't mine, but uh, I saw something yesterday of uh, it's closer from uh, Rutgers to Iceland than it is from Rutgers, the U S like it's it, some of this stuff is, is bonkers. And I, I don't necessarily think Rutgers and Maryland belong in the big 10 anyway, but it really is. I mean, it, it's across the entire country now. Any of the maps of pictures of, you know, you see the little school icon where they are in the state. It's it's laughable looking at it, but it's just, I mean, college college sports in general, it's been almost exactly a full year. Actually, it has been exactly a full year since NIL, and it's just, it's different in every way, and it's different in ways that we couldn't have imagined.
2: Scott Grodzky, CBS 58. Are you at the station right now? Uh no, not right now. Okay. I was gonna say I, I for for a minute I was thinking you were in the background of because they're in news right now. They're about to start their the five o'clock newscast and wow. I was like You can you you make can... you make the schedule. I'm off today. Oh that's right. I even said that earlier. What am I thinking? <laughs> I literally said that I was like he's not working at his day job, so he's gonna join us. I, yeah, that was a that was a brain burp. <laughs> um you you wanna do some draft mockery? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Sam has come up with a pretty good one here. This this is a, this is a fun draft mockery that's specific to today. But before we get into that. I
0: we... still get the draft mockery song, right? Oh, here comes. I was
1: just about to say, let's get to Bar Winkler first. Okay. Yeah, as long as I get that. Come on now and try to understand the way
2: this popcorn feels in my hand. Take a scoop and put it in your mouth And he some now Yes, he eats some now Yes, he eats some now Ow, 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 ow Gourmet! Try that night, gourmet popcorn, cherry sweet corn, or Milwaukee mix. You gotta have nice gourmet popcorn. Yeah. Nights Gourmet Popcorn providing you with the freshest gourmet popcorn in Milwaukee since 1952. Mention 1250 AM the fan for 20% off. Next time you work Scott ask Larry that's the guy that sits next to us he's an editor. Ask him his mm-hmm. thoughts about that song. Okay.
1: He has an opinion he, an on it it's strong. Himself, really?
2: Actually he's a drummer. He oh is? really? Yeah, a musician guy. Oh, let's
1: get some drums on it. What are you guys oh, waiting for? He let's would totally go. do that. <laughs> he he actually
2: listened to about eighty percent of our show yesterday. Like really? He
1: did, yeah. Yeah. All he's got to do is just send in like a dry cut of some drum beats, and then I'll put it underneath Bart. So there we go. He'd do it. Um,
0: I can I can play the harmonica for it too. I mean, I I have never played the harmonica in my life, but I can do it. Oh, I'm <laughs> hey.
1: This show I, is weird.
0: I will be weird. every bit as good as Bart
1: is. So. Scott, you know this show is gets weird and wacky sometimes so I'm down for anything i a little like triangle too maybe some jazz flute and all that who knows but anyways um, yeah, sure. I'll recap uh, what we did yesterday with Kevin, myself and then Drew Bergwijn also from CBS 58 yesterday we drafted the coolest jobs in the world or like dream jobs that we wish we you know if we could we could you know if we could have that job we would do that but um, I ended up winning the draft yesterday with 77% of the vote Kevin you finished in second with 15% Ooh, a blowout <laughs> yeah Thankfully, Drew Drew finished in third, but he didn't do the he didn't have the season low in draft mockery that we have had before. Drew finished in third with seven percent. The worst was three percent, which we've had three of our producers uh, finishing. So the standings now are: uh, usually when there's a shake-up in draft, in, you know, in the show and all that, Scott, we we reset the standings in draft mockery. So we're in season three now of draft mockery. Uh, it's early, but I'm in the lead with five wins. Evan Heffelfinger has one win. Tim Shea has one win. Tim Allen has one win Adam Roberts one And Kevin Holden Also with one win as well Today the draft order um, I did not choose this This is just moving everyone up one From yesterday <laughs> I'll have the first pick Kevin you'll go second And then Scott you'll have the third pick And today because it's well, that's bo- not great Yeah I mean it happens You have the first pick one time It is what it is um, Yeah Being Bobby Bonilla day I figured We would do the worst contracts in sports history Now but here's the thing because it's Bobby Bonilla day, that's the obvious one. So we won't do Bobby Bonilla as a pick, and we also won't include Wisconsin sports contracts for obvious pandering reasons.
2: Every pitcher the Brewers signed for, like, eight years in that stretch. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Why do you got to Why do you got to bring that on him? Supon. Garza. What are you talking about? Soup pitch great. Soup pitch great. <laughs> All right. love it. So once again, Kevin, you'll have the second pick. Scott, you'll go third um, with the first pick. It's not a Wisconsin sports contract, but I'm sure every Wisconsin fan knew where they were the day they heard about this contract. Give me Jay Cutler re-signing with the Bears oh, for my first pick. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that was my
2: first pick, too. Any Jay Cutler Bears deal, yeah, that's that's an automatic one.
1: I literally got on my knees and thanked you know whatever being you believe in and thinking that Jay Cutler was going to be a Bear for the next couple years again.
2: Uh, second pick uh, from the baseball realm. There are some really, really bad ones, and I think I think it lends itself because they're guaranteed. You know, those that money still has to be paid no matter what. And uh, the Orioles are languishing while they are still paying Chris Davis the last year of a seven-year, one hundred sixty-one million dollar contract. This is the last year of it. Is the last? I year. I thought they were done with it. Wow. So and he hit still had some time. Yeah, he's uh, you know for for a buck fifty average every year with a little bit of power.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. I uh, was hoping definitely to get that one. Scott, your first pick in today's draft.
0: Yeah, those are two of mine uh, on my board. Uh, can I go with Sam Bradford's entire career? There's not <laughs> one particular contract.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I don't have a problem with it. Paying him I anything. Mean, here's the thing, though. I don't think I'll be able to fit like all these uh, players and whatever teams they were with in one tweet, so it's just going to be the players, their names. So if you say Sam Bradford, that's fine with me. You pretty much just get everything. Yeah, I'm going Sam Bradford for the uh, lifetime. Sounds good. Sam Bradford <laughs> off the board with Scott first pick. I like it. Back to me. Round two of the Bobby Bonilla worst contracts in sports history. Um, I'm going to go back into the world of football as well. Give me Albert Hainsworth. Oh, wow. Mm. Good one. Talk about a bad contract. Man, that's that's, that's that was one the 100
0: the- mil. That was the first 100 mil, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah it
1: that's right. Forgot about that. And
2: that was the – like. That's one of those that it's not just a bad decision but it shows you about the franchise. Yeah.
1: All the way to the base and I just remember there's so many players we can just see him giving up too. It's just it was so sad to watch. All right. Um Kevin, your second pick. Let's let's go NBA realm here and let's talk John Wall. Dang.
2: Kevin, are you looking at my board? Cuz that was that on your board too. <laughs> Cuz that was that was what the average annual on that was more than 40 million a year.
1: I don't think did he play a single year under that contract? I don't think he did. Yeah. Wow. All right. John Walls off the board. Ooh. Scott, your second pick in today's draft. Uh, well, I was hoping to get Cutler with the Bears, but I'll, I'll take Mike Glennon's contract with the Bears. Ooh. Wow.
0: That was, I think that was three for 45 million, and he never played.
1: Yeah, that was a bad one. I don't know what they were thinking. Dude's got a crazy long neck, too. <laughs> yeah, it does. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> They used to try to call me that when I first started working here. They used to try to call me Michael on the big show, and I took offense. I'm like, you can't call me a guy who's a Bears quarterback as a Packer fan. Seriously. All right. Um, round three of today's worst contracts in sports history. Um, I'm going to go into baseball. Now, this guy's obviously a Hall of Famer, but the Angels didn't get what they paid for in this contract, and I'm going to go with Albert Pujols for my third pick.
2: $240 million, and I think I saw – his career war with the Angels is twelve. Wow! <laughs> if I remember that right.
1: Yeah, I mean it was so bad they had to pretty much agree to let him go. Now he's back with the Cardinals. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. it's that was and that was
2: that's called buying high, right? The, to yeah. go the opposite of the stock terminology, you're buying high there. Kevin, your third pick. Uh, this is a little bit obscure, but I feel like this was so bad that it has to qualify here. Uh, back in, I want to say it's 2000. Mike Hampton with the Rockies, and it was close to 200 million dollars for a left-handed pitcher in Colorado. Just yeah, that was that was that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I'm going to guess they got about a tenth of their value on that deal.
1: Mike Hampton for Kevin's third pick. Scott Grotzky, your third pick in today's draft. I'm going to go with the uh, the two contracts that ruined how the NFL
0: does rookie contracts as a whole. Bradford was one, and then I'll go with Jamarcus Russell here. Ooh.
1: Dang, you guys are on it today, taking all my picks.
2: I was watching tape on that uh, on that contract the, last night. <laughs> really? Well, they somebody handed me a a tape to watch,
1: like they did with Jamarcus <laughs> exactly. Russell. Exactly. <laughs> there wasn't a tape. It was There's blank all on along. There. <laughs> all right. Um, final round in today's draft of worst contracts in sports history. No brewers, no Bobby Bonilla. Um, this one I'm going to go back. Stay in the world of the NFL. This one just is mind-boggling, just because the guy was so good, and then he was so bad with the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me Namdi Asamoah. Ooh, my last pick. Man, that's some. That's some. Money. Bonus points for pronouncing it correctly. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. I loved Namdi Asomua at the time, but yes. then he was bad. Um, Kevin, your last pick in today's draft.
2: Uh, I, I like this one as Back-to-back my last elect- Raiders. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Oh yeah. That's another one. Right. Another franchise that bonus points. <laughs> mm. uh, to me, this one belongs in the draft mockery because it was signed on Bobby Bonilla Day. And why would you do that to your franchise? You know what I mean? It's yeah. a day that's cursed already. Really? D- this day, Bobby Bonilla Day. This contract was signed on Bobby Bonilla Day in 2016.
1: I don't know which one this is. Joe Kim Noah. Oh, with um, the Knicks?
2: Okay. four your $72 million, Which, which, by the way, because of the way they stretched that money out, that
1: lasting through uh, 2022 as well. Wow. I forgot about that one. Good pick. A little fourth-round steal there. All right, Scott Grotzky, final pick in today's draft.
0: All right, so I'll be honest. I, I buried my, uh, my number one overall I'm going to take here. I was hoping I could sneak it because it's not going to be on any list yet because it just Ooh. happened. I'm going to go with Phil Mickelson and his $200 million with the uh, Live Tour. Wow.
1: Oh, ho, ho, ho. Scott Grotsky coming out and just laying down the hammer. That's that's a...
0: I also, you know, hate him, but whatever. That's uh, We'll take bias out of it. That is, that is a ton of money for something that is... Uh, their viewership is not quite
2: what they were hoping for yet. That's a proper use of resources on your part. A new contract.
1: Right. And, like you said, I mean, getting his first... Overall pick in the last round, the last pick of the draft, too. Scott Grotzky getting crafty. I was I could
0: bury I was, I, was really, I was really hoping first round I could get Cutler and then bookend it with Mickelson. But uh, I get the feeling Cutler wouldn't have gotten past Kevin
1: either. This is how you know Scott Grotzky is now a draft mockery pro. Yeah, he's he's I got mean, strategy. He's got strategy in his picks and all that. The dude's doing draft day moves and stuff like that. I but love I, it. I, well, the other thing I love is yeah. Next time I got to figure out how to make trades.
2: The, the <laughs> other thing I love is that you, <laughs> you, you 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 snuck in that you're not a fan of Mickelson while making him Mr. Irrelevant in a draft. Oh man, the-
0: I, you know what? I don't I don't have to sneak it. I can I can say it very very loudly and aggressively. I am not a fan <laughs> of Mickelson. I, I have not been for a long time, and. Uh, I, Honestly, I, I, I go back to when I was an intern for you, what, 12 years ago at this point. He was not a particularly great person to deal with at Whistling Straits. That's
2: right. You were there. I was about to bring that up, but I, I was like, that's before anyone can remember. No, you were there. Yeah. Wow. So, uh,
0: and obviously, he hasn't done any favors for his own reputation over the last year, but uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah. The salt
2: yeah, is very real. Happy, very happy to get him <laughs> in this. I love this. I I voted for Sam yesterday. I might vote for you I, today.
1: That was a genius move.
2: <laughs> Scott, uh man Appreciate it. I I'd always appreciate it. Uh looking forward to hearing a lot more of you here on uh, on twelve fifty AM as well.
0: Sounds good. Talk to you guys later.
2: Scott Grodsky, CBS fifty eight sports anchor. Uh just you know, dude. The, the man with the most bobbleheads at his desk of any human being ever in the history of mankind, he was actually asked to clean some of them off. Really?
1: Yeah. I did not know that. So they're in boxes underneath. <laughs> wow. That's interesting because yeah. my dad is also a bobblehead freak. You oh, yeah. should see it's insane. So it's good to know. Um, I love you guys are just like such a good combo. Because <laughs> we
2: talk the way we talk side by side at our desk. <laughs> like, it's, it's really funny that this is essentially the same
1: conversation. Yeah. You know? But you guys have like, you know, I don't mean this in a weird way or anything, but you guys have like different personalities obviously. Yes. But it just works together. I don't know what it is. Even go it goes back
2: to he said he interned it, they were talking 2010 when he interned here. That's crazy. And and uh it was I had just gotten to town or whatever and it was even then it was like the, this combination of okay, first of all, this like we we come from different places, but we but we meet in the in the same place, right. you know, with with what we like and what we want to do, and that sort of thing. So it was when the
1: chance came to bring him home in 2016, we brought him home. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So he joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline for applying for a home renovation loan. Has he feeling anxious? Breathe and like Great Midwest Bank help you experience the state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. All right.
2: So that was Scott Grodsky. We'll be back in just a moment. We're going to pick a lane. Yep. And then we'll talk some bucks at the bottom of the hour with Rohan Kadi. Rohan Kadi. I was supposed to rate that out phonetically. No, don't worry about that, it. That's why I had to ask you earlier.
1: No, it's all good. But yeah, yeah. Rohan, frequent guest of the show. We'll talk about Joe Ingalls, Bobby Portis, all these guys returning to the Bucks. do Pickle Lane, and much more coming up here on 1250 AM The Fan. Back in a moment with The Fan Afternoon Show. We get it. Attention spans just
0: aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.